Today's episode is all about preparing you and your audience for your big upcoming launch. Have you ever launched a product or service and it was an epic fail? I know I have. I recently had a great conversation with Christine Krogfoss, the go-to business and mindset coach, about launches. She goes into great detail on why we need to warm up our audience before a launch and her three-step process before a launch. Christine worked for many years in sales, online marketing, and business consulting. With her expertise, she decided to coach and teach women entrepreneurs how they can get the same independence and financial freedom she got. Grab your coffee or wine and let's dive in. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into personal branding, how to build our businesses on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now photographer and podcaster. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, put on your comfy sweatpants, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hello, Christine. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so so much for having me. Thank you. Oh, I'm excited to have you and I'm excited to have you all the way from the Czech Republic. Super cool. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But before we dive into our topic today, I know we're going to be chatting about launching and warming up our audience. But before we get to that juicy stuff, please tell us a little bit about who you are and your business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, as you said, I'm, my name is Christine and I am a business coach and mindset strategist. And I help us babes to start and grow their online businesses to, you know, the point where they can leave the nine to five and take their passions full time. So, um, so yeah, just a little bit about me and my background, I guess. So I am from Norway, born and raised. And I have, you know, ever since I can remember, been dreaming about going abroad and starting a new life there. And, you know, always known that I wanted to start my own business. And I just knew to the core that this was something I was meant to be doing, you know, but I just thought it would take many years before it could get to a stage where I would be able to run it full time and actually earn money from it, you know, in a, on a consistent basis. So, so yeah, kind of after taking my business degree, I finally made it to London, got a job there in corporate as a business consultant and had clients of my own. And it was only, you know, just from having my own clients there, that's kind of when I realized that I could do this, you know, that this was possible soon, that I didn't have to wait many years to be able to leave my job. So that's kind of when I set out to help women who felt to their core as well, that they were meant for something more, that they were meant for something big, but didn't know exactly how to do it. And it's been challenging, so much fun though, and wonderful when I got my first client you know I increased my prices and then I got another and it just kept on going like that until I was able to leave my nine to five in London and I was able to move to Czech Republic with my partner and building a new life there working on my business full time you know and I was actually able to quit my nine to five within one month of having had my first client signed up and I just feel so free, you know, working on my passion. And now I am in a position where I help other service-based entrepreneurs do the same. And I just kind of love showing them how they can potentially reach their business goals so much faster than they originally thought possible, you know? And so that's why I just love sharing this story. 
Well, your story, Christine, is really inspiring. And I know I have a lot of mompreneurs who are listening saying, yes, I want to step away from either the nine to five or really make their side gig their dream business. And a part of making a dream business is launching either products or services. So Today, yes, yes, we're talking about how to warm up your audience before a launch. But what does warming up your audience actually mean? Yeah, so that's a good question. So, warming up your audience basically means to prepare them for investing in you. In other words, you know, before you announce your services, you want to make sure that your audience is interested in what you have to offer and that they are more likely to actually invest once you announce it. You know, we very often hear about warm leads, right? Mm-hmm. Or even hot leads. So yeah, so the lingo works so that the warmer the audience or the warmer the lead, the more likely they are to invest in you now. You know, they don't have to wait. And why do you think it's really important to warm up your audience? I believe it's so important because if you want to convert as many people as possible into paid for clients, then warming up your audience is completely necessary. You know, overall, if you think of marketing as a numbers game, say you reach, you know, a hundred people with a message, if those hundred people were cold leads, aka they don't know you or anything about your offer, then it is just so much less likely that they will ever convert. But if you reach 100 hot leads with your message, more of these people are likely to convert. And I actually recently found a study that showed that warm leads overall have a 14.6% close rate compared to just 1.7% for cold leads. You know, and that's, that's simply because warm leads are already better prospects. That's so interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it's really interesting. It's a huge difference. And so your conversion rates will basically increase if you remember this important step, you know, warming up your audience is, it's also important because it can actually make people who were never interested in your offer in the first place to not only be interested, but actually buy from you. And what I think a lot of people don't always realize is that everyone they see online that has something to sell they are warming up their audience. It might be very well hidden, but it's always there, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Right. So I'm sure a lot of the listeners are thinking, okay, I know it's super important to warm up my audience. So I have kind of a two-part question here. The first part is, what is the first thing to do in order to warm up their audience? Like number one, out of the gates, what's the first thing they do? Uh, Well, if it's like, number one thing I would say it is to prepare (laughs) it's like we need to have a step zero (laughs) you know kind of have to have to mention that because we need to make sure that you have built certain connections with your audience already because otherwise you don't really have an audience to sell to so you need to make sure that they both know of you that they like you and they trust you because you know if you want to invest in someone you need to know them and like them right Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to trust them. Uh, so by working on what content you put out and how often you do it, you will ensure that your ideal clients will both like and trust you as well. But you also need to make it easy for people to understand what you are all about. You know, you need to be clear on who you are, who you help and what you help them with. Um, and so that when people see you online for the first time, they need to understand what your business is all about, you know, straight out the gate. So if you have this in place first, this is kind of like your marketing foundation, if you will. Mm -hmm. So this is like the very first thing that they have to do. But in terms of warming up their audience, 
then um, the first step is definitely to tease your audience that you have something, you know, cool coming up. Yeah, it's very important because you'd be surprised how much of a difference this step can make. Um, People will be a lot more alert about you and what you'll be talking about. And they'll definitely keep their eyes open moving forwards, you know, even if they aren't necessarily interested in investing in you to begin with. So teasing is a big one. Okay. So here's the second part of my question. Can you talk us Mm -hmm. through the process of what you should do in order to warm up your audience towards a launch? Absolutely. So this is where the fun starts, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So as I said earlier, you know, teasing is step number one. So let people know that you have something amazing coming out and tell them to stay tuned. Now, once you've spent some time teasing, you need to start giving out content that is related to what your offer will include. So, so I'll give you an example here. So say you're a health coach, right? And you help women to lose weight for instance then create mini trainings on how to balance your hormones to make it easy to lose weight or share the workouts that make you burn fat quicker right Mm -hmm. Uh, so it is something related to your main offer that you haven't told them about yet but they get more information now and they see that they get help from you about this topic that you are the expert on this topic and then you also want to have a think about you know, which objections your audience might have to be investing in your program once they know what it is. So when you announce your offer, you share content, not only valuable content related to your program, but also content that is working on overcoming these obstacles. So say for instance, you're offering a program where there's a high ticket price, say $2,000. And then perhaps someone would say that they don't have enough money for your program right now. So then perhaps you can have a post talking about how health is more important than money or, you know, how you always need to put your health first, you know, just a Mm -hmm. couple of examples, because this really makes your audience feel like you speak to them, you understand them, which makes them, you know, trust you even more, like we talked about with the no like and trust factor. Um, And so after you have announced what it is, the last step is to create a sense of urgency. So you need to make them feel like they need to invest in you now or very, very soon. And you can do this in a number of ways. Some examples would be, you know, to have an early bird pricing that will expire within a few days, or, you know, you can give them a bonus if they sign up before a certain date. So, so yeah, so that's, you know, Overall, that's the entire process. You have been teasing them. You have been giving relevant value. You have overcome some of their obstacles toward or objections against investing in you. You have announced your offer and then you have created a sense of urgency. So they will invest in you as soon as possible. And if you are following this process, if you're following this equation, so many more people are more likely to convert into paid for clients. Now, is there like a timeline you feel that they should stay in each phase or does it really just depend on what your client is launching? So, yeah, so this is a great question. So this is all down to, you know, what the size of your offer is or your new offer is, whatever it is that you're launching for, right? Mm -hmm. So before you even think about warming up your audience, you need to think about when you want to launch as in, you know, when do you want to open up the doors to your new program? You need to set a date for that first. And then you also need to understand, you know, okay, so how big is this offer that I have? 
So say you will be launching a mini course for $300, then maybe you just need one to two weeks of going through the warming up your audience process that I talked about. Maybe that will be enough, you know, Mm -hmm. because if it's as low as $300, people will very often lose interest in a way, you know, Mm -hmm. they they will be like, oh no, this is, you know, why would we wait so long for this opportunity? But say you have a higher ticket offer that lasts for, you know, three months or more, then you can easily give yourselves, you know, two weeks to tease, for instance, two weeks to give relevant value through your content and, you know, overcome obstacles and two weeks after your announcement for, you know, just promoting overcoming obstacles, as I said, and creating that urgency. But of course it also depends on, yeah, but it also depends on what works for you. You know, which right. other commitments do you have in your life at that time, et cetera? Because a launch takes a lot of energy. I'm sure you can, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, testify to that as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to so, yeah. know your opinion on something because um, I know out there a yeah. lot of coaches, um, they, everyone has their own opinion. And I'm, in, I'm just curious on your opinion on the mm-hmm. third step of a launch when creating urgency. Some coaches will mm-hmm. say, always have your doors open to your membership or your course or whatever you're launching. But some others will say, shut your doors and only give them a certain amount of time to invest with you. What's your opinion on that? Mm -hmm. That depends on how new you are to the game, in my opinion. So say that you are a new entrepreneur and you've never done this before. You don't know what works. You don't know what doesn't right? Mm -hmm. Then I would definitely recommend having a one time, you know, I have my doors open for these two weeks and then that's it. And then you'll close after, right? Because then you get a lot of experience from that. You get to see what works and what doesn't from having these clients. And then when you have that experience, you are then able to build a more evergreen program. And so overall, I am definitely in favor of having an evergreen program. So you don't have to, you know, do launches all the time or, you know, that it's a lot easier for you to, you know, preserve your energy basically (laughs) for the program, right? Like overall, I think for most service-based entrepreneurs, it's, it will definitely be the easiest to have an evergreen group program or any program really that's evergreen. But if you are new to the game and you don't know what works yet, then I would recommend starting out with just a one-off to see how it goes. Oh, that is really good advice. So let me ask you this. When it comes to a successful launch, what is something you Mm -hmm. wish you would have known sooner? Oh, this seriously, it's how important confidence is in all of this. It's amazing. Like if you are insecure or not just, you know, very excited about what you offer, this will be so clear in your energy. It will come across so easily, which will not have a positive impact on your launch at all. So it's like, if you want to increase your chances of signing up clients, then, you know, tap into your confidence, the confidence that knows that your clients will have such a better life if they sign up to your services. It's like, you need to know with yourself that your services are truly helping your clients. And this confidence, I believe, cannot be faked. It's just something that takes a lot of mindset work, but it is so effective and it is so necessary. So yeah, definitely confidence. (laughs) And I couldn't agree more with you because I'm sure there are so many mompreneurs out there that want to quickly 
launch a product or services because they want to make money. They want to get to that point. But if you are not 100% behind it or truly believe in it, it's in the end, Mm. it's just going to flop. So you're better off not launching that and fine tune it and make sure you love it and know that it truly works before. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so with you on that one. Absolutely. Well, yeah, this, this was sure. awesome information, Christine. So before we end today, I want you to tell us where we can connect with you on social media. Yeah, definitely. So I've recently come out with a new program, The Boss Makeover. And this is a blend between a group coaching program and a one-to-one coaching program, but for a bit of a lower price point. So if you're currently looking to take your business to the next level and attract more high-ticket clients with ease, or if you are completely new to the game and want to run your business full-time as soon as possible, then I would say this program is perfect for you. So if this is you, definitely check out my Instagram, which is at Christina Krogfoss. Um, And you can also find me on Facebook. That is Christina Krogfoss Coaching. And you can also join us in our Facebook group, which is called Boss Babes Aligned with Success, which is perfect for new boss babes who need some extra support in building their business. This is awesome. And I will make sure that all of your information is in the show notes. So Christine, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.